welcome to a, uh, a different kind of version of Laramore Podcast, although technically there's only been five, so how do you really do something that's different in that way? Uh, but joining me today is uh, Joe Novak, a good friend of mine and a uh, Northern Guard supporter, and we'll we'll dive more a little bit into what the hell that means if you're not familiar here in a sec. Um, but uh, let's. Uh, what I want to do, Joe, is kind of start with the basics. Um, this is kind of a, a, a catching someone up um, in, in all things DCFC, which Detroit City Football Club. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of catch people up and, and we'll get into the meat and potatoes here in a little bit. Um, but so last Saturday, DCFC won its first NPSL Midwestern Region Regional Championship in club history, which is not that long of a club history, right? So Right, right. Six years. So, yep. 3-2 uh, over AFC Ann Arbor at Keyword Stadium. Yep. Um, and then this Saturday... Uh, August 5th, DCFC will take on Midland Odessa. Right, Hank Hill <laughs> FC. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. Uh, 7.30 at at, uh, at Keyware Stadium. Um, all that said, uh, I, what's uh, what's the NPSL? Okay, so the NPSL is the, the National Premier Soccer League. Uh, it is considered the, the fourth tier of American soccer. So uh, think of like the Mud Hens, basically. Um, below the the Tigers, right? So MLS is the top level. You know, you've got a couple other leagues that are that are fully pro um, below that, and then the NPSL is more or less summer league ball for a lot of college kids. Um, and then the rosters kind of fill in with guys who are recently uh, graduated college guys. Uh, you know, who are now like kind of the equivalent of a minor league free agent. Like uh, there's a guy in Louisville. Who had these handlebar mustaches? He's a catcher, Corky Miller, I think his name was. Okay. Um, I don't know if they have the kind of characters that uh, that minor league baseball has, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's uh, it's like I said, this is summer league ball. Uh, you know, for for college kids and and guys who are still trying to live the dream. Definitely. Um. So, how did how did you even come across this? Because, um. I look at you as someone who now it's definitely gained steam since you first started, but it seems like like three four years ago you were already attending these. Um, what kind of hipster club do you have to be in? But <laughs> <laughs> so, I should mention I've, I should mention I've known Joe for a long time, so when I'm throwing barbs at Joe, I'm not necessarily throwing barbs at DCFC fan uh, or supporter. Right, he's just jealous of my sweet Tom shoes and my twisty mustache. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the uh, so yeah, DCFC started in 2012. Um, I I was actually you know I, I don't <laughs> I try to get in my my hipster cred. I was at the second home game. I missed the first home game because I was on the road um, <laughs> for work. But uh, I was at the very first away game too in Buffalo. But um, so there's my my hipster supporter cred. But no, um, I read about it in the paper, saw it on Facebook, and actually a guy I know from high school uh, is one of the, the five owners. Um, and so I kind of came across it that way. Um, and, and actually, when I went to the game in Buffalo, uh, I was I hap- just happened to be in Buffalo for work, and I went out to the game. I didn't actually know that he was an owner. Um, and I stand there, a guy I haven't seen in 20 years, shouts at me at, in a minor league soccer stadium in buffalo new york <laughs> what the hell are you doing here and i said well, what are you doing here he says i own the team 
what's your excuse? You know, why? Are, um, but yeah, so, you know, it kind of got it. I think there was a story in the free press of the news or something. And I thought, gosh, you know, this is, this is cool. I should check this out. Um, you know, and so at the time there was all of a thousand people coming to a home game downtown, you know, and, and now it's grown quite a bit. So, and, and when you started uh, attending the games, they were at Castec High School in Detroit, Correct, right. right. Um, and they were there They were there a few years. Um, and then tell me more about about what happened with, with Keyword Stadium mm-hmm. in Hamtramck, because um, in a time where we're funding stadiums that cost billions of dollars with taxpayer money... <laughs> um, which <laughs> right, that's we, a whole other thing. Yeah, right? that's a that's a whole different podcast. But it, <laughs> but it's it's really unique in a time where we're doing that to see something like this project, um, and and from what I know, it's it's basically supporter funded. And and tell me more about how that came about and um and and where that's going. Sure, sure. Um, I I wish I could remember the actual name of the law, but there's a there's a law in Michigan that allows um people like you and I who aren't millionaires to invest in um in businesses like DCFC and initiatives like the the Keyworth Stadium renovation um in Hamtramck Keyworth Stadium is was built you know it's a du- old WPA struck uh structure built you know in the Roosevelt administration actually wrote, FDR was there to inaugurate it um so it's super old um historic stadium it's beautiful I was gonna say, I know. believe they prefer the term historic yeah, but. historic but it is super old <laughs> right I, I you know so i mean but but the thing is it was it was crumbling right um and and dcfc had outgrown cast tech you know there was i think you're supposed to only get 2500 people in there they were routinely squeezing 33 some odd hundred people in there and and turning thousands hundreds and thousands of people away at the gate so they needed a bigger home um they were looking for a stadium that had kind of the same intimate quality um, there, and of course, you know, kind of within the city, it's in Hamtramck, but still, you know, in the Detroit area, not a suburb kind of thing, but, um, not a generic high it's school not football stadium. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, but, but, but the idea is, so they found the stadium, you know, the, there's no track at the, the, the stands are right on top of the field. It's very, very intimate right in the neighborhood. It's great. But so what they did was they needed a, a lot of money to fix this up, right? Because it, I mean, it was falling, it's been falling apart since I played there in high school, um, turf's terrible. The, the stands were condemned, et cetera. And the way they did it was they turned to this Michigan law where, um, f- like I said, folks like you and I can invest, um, small sums of money into a business, uh, you know, as low as $250. Um, and then anywhere by, I think it's between $250 and $10,000. Um, and so they offered this, this, this investment opportunity, um, it's not like GoFundMe or something. You know, you actually get a return on investment. You don't get any equity in the club or anything, but you do. It's a loan, and um, actually, it just got a payment yesterday. So um, you get, you know, quarterly payment, or I'm sorry, two payments a year. But nonetheless, nonetheless it's tied to revenue and things like that. But um, supporters like like myself and, and many, many others uh, raised $750,000 uh, to fund this or to fund the renovation of the stadium. Um, with that, got the ball rolling, uh, fixed it up, and then the, the club has uh, was so successful last year in its first year there that they were able to fund even more renovations based on how much how well they did. Right, so even more stands are opening. They're fixing it up and doing other things. And and they don't own the stadium; they lease it from the Hamtramck Public Schools, which is actually um, one of their kind of missions is to be com- you know community oriented. They are, you know, they're doing it to have a nice home for 
for DCFC. Well, that's what I was going to say. So but they have that home, right. but... But a high school team gets to play there as well. Well, two, absolutely, two high school teams. Right, right, <laughs> and not even just the high school, right? So Hamtramck plays there. You know their football games, their soccer games, etc. But if you go there on any afternoon, it's open every day, right? And there are just dozens of kids on the field playing, running around all the time, right? So it is, you know, it's more than just the home of DCFC or the home of Hamtramck High School. It's it's truly like a community gathering place. So uh, to raise that amount of money is is no small feat, and and I think it does. It takes a special group of of people to to be so interested in something, um, in, in something so grassroots, especially uh, to be able to raise that amount and and be able to do that. Um, so I, I think that gets me into my next question, which. Uh, what's what's the difference between a fan and a supporter? Because I what I've what I've found is that uh, you're very passionate about that term supporter. So what, is, what does that mean? Right. So, uh, you know, you can be a diehard fan of something. Like I, you know, I've been a diehard fan of the Lions all my life, right? And Poor you, bastard. I know. It's awful. It's the, the cross I bear. Um, but that means that I, that I watch the Lions games, right? And I, you know, I get excited when they do well and, and sad more often <laughs> when they do poorly. More but, sad than, yeah. But that's really as far as it goes, right? So... Um, uh, what being a supporter kind of means is, uh, you go that extra step, you know, not only are we going to other games we're we're raising money to help build the stadium. Um, I, I couldn't even tell you how many hours I've spent painting, uh, flags and banners and TIFO, um, setting up every, getting down to the stadium every day to set up all the banners and the ladders and the, the drums and all that fun stuff. And there, you know, there are, there are hundreds of us who do this and do, you know, small parts, printing t-shirts, um, you know, selling merchandise to help pop smoke, <laughs> um, you know, all the things that go with that kind of creating that atmosphere so that we can um, not just sit on our hands and kind of cheer for the, the team, but passionately support them, right? That's that's the idea is you, you're supporting them, you're, you're trying to, uh, you're trying to lift them up and, and, you know, help them overcome what's going on in the Easy, field. I know Josh Groban. I know. Right. 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 <laughs> it, it sounds all, <laughs> it sounds really super cheesy when I, when I say it out loud, but really, I mean, the idea is just, it goes beyond, it goes beyond fandom. Yeah, you know, um, you just, you know, there's, there's a, there's an intimacy you feel with the club, with the, the people, you know, who stand beside you in the, in those stands that you see every week, you know, you'll, you'll go to a game and you'll notice all the, you know, all the people who, who've, known each other for years all the people who knew people who are just being welcomed into the group um it's hugs you know every time happy match day that's what we say um and so you feel it feels more like a a family you know that that supporter group than than you know maybe if you're a season ticket holder of the tigers and you see the the old guy sitting next to you every game who's also a season ticket holder and you kind of give him a nod or say hi or whatever that's that's cool and all but like it's it's a different feel yeah um are you worried you're in a cult <laughs> uh, you know it's funny my brother my brother actually said that right so I, i've been trying to get my brother to go to a game for years and years and uh which is and, a very cult-like thing to do by the right way. you know trying to recruit you know i recruited my parents my wife and child now go to the games the season ticket holders and my understanding uh, i mean there's songs there's there's there, rituals i, I there, i'm i'm being lighthearted about it right but but have you ever thought about it that way you know no it's funny because um that that gets thrown out on twitter more often than you realize right and 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 i can see how 
it it looks that it looks a little it looks a little like that on the outside just because people are so into it and talk about it and evangelize about it so often. <laughs> um, I think part of it though is that it's it, because it's so small. Um, and I mean, it, you know, for for the NPSL, um, Detroit City is the highest average attendance in the whole league. There's like 70 teams in the whole across the country at this level. Um, and, but even you know, 6,000 people a game it still feels intimate and small because of course you go right down the road to Comerica park or Ford field or something. It's entirely different. But, um, because of that, I feel like a lot of people take, um, I feel like they're taking ownership of it and that, that makes it seem a little like Mooney or, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> no, right? No, no, I, like yeah. we're passing out flowers or something at the airport, um, come <laughs> to a city game. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, so I, I could see how that is, but you know, it's, it's just, like I said, because, we feel like we have a stake in it and partially some of us actually actually do have money in the game. Um, and others, you know, it just, you know, you have this feeling, but so yeah, it does seem to go beyond a little bit of uh, fanaticism <laughs> or, or fan. No, I, I appreciate how passionate you are about it. Um, and, and, uh, it didn't take much to get you over here to talk. <laughs> do you you want to you come on the podcast and talk city? Yes. <laughs> Twist like, my arm. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't even throw out, throw out the part about the beer <laughs> right over here. I would have uh, brought beer myself to, you, you know, I, I, <laughs> that's, that's a wrong play by me. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do think, uh, it's, it's actually, it's really cool to see a group of people so passionate about something. Um, I, I, I joke obviously about the cult thing, but it does kind of remind me and, and, that kind of brings me into my next question because, uh, like I said, you guys have chants and 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 certain rituals that that go along with match day. Um, let's say I don't have a, a Joe Novak to initiate me into the group. Well, first of all, let me say, let me say, listen, we've all been to the Lions games, we've all been to the Tigers games, and you see the guy at the Lions game make me think, especially the dude in like the Lions outfit with the hat and like the. There's the dude with the pimp cane and stuff, right? <laughs> and you think, God, these guys are out of their minds, right? And and it seems totally foreign in an environment like that. But then you go to a city game and there's a dude in a luchador mask, and there are the you know there's a guy up on a ladder like spitting blood and like lighting smoke bombs, and that seems totally normal to us. So <laughs> maybe I maybe I am in the cult. Maybe I'm just like you know got the rose color, <laughs> no, the yeah, rouge no. colored glasses or something. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, no, that, that's, I guess, what I'm saying, though. If, if I wanted to go for the first mm-hmm. time, um, say, Saturday at 7.30 when they take on uh, Midland Odessa, <laughs> Texas, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I'm actually in Traverse City, by the way, so Ugh. I can't. But well, they'll just have to win on, <laughs> well, I, yeah, they'll have to win on Saturday so that you can come to the title game. I, I, I would be open to that. Like All I right. it's it's one of those things that I've I've known about that I, I want to experience. I'm not necessarily committing my life to it. <laughs> but that's uh, what that's what everybody says the first time, <laughs> right? And then they and then they go on the way out out of their first game, they go, Can I buy season tickets? I say, Yes you can. Uh, there you, <laughs> there you <laughs> go. You're that's, in. What, that's what happened You're to in. me. That's what happened to me. <laughs> um but yeah, but but yeah, so you go and then you just can you, you can just show up like what do you do absolutely like, w- yeah what's what's match day okay like, what's typical match day all right so match day um it starts it starts early so say the game is at 7 30 right on a, on a saturday against you know odessa texas or something yeah um normally supporters start getting around the stadium you know around five four five o'clock um the main group there's a bar called the Fulling warehouse which they do that silly thing where they they throw bowl, uh, footballs at bowling pins um 
but it happens to be the biggest and closest bar to the stadium, right? So, uh, but lots of people tailgate, lots of people go to other Hamtramck bars, etc. But about an hour before the match, everybody gathers at the Fulling Warehouse, and um, <laughs> here we go back to the uh, the cultish thing. No, I'm sorry you yeah. brought it up because it, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's just right there in my head now. But um, but no, so so about an hour before the match, the march starts. So so what we do is, and maybe you know some of your folks may have seen uh, the Seattle Sounders uh, supporters. I think they do it in Toronto. Uh, they do it in Europe a lot. If you've seen Green Street Hooligans, they do it while they're singing that silly bubble song. They will march from the bars to the stadium as a group, right? So um, we will all gather in the Folding Warehouse. There's an inspirational speech by our, our, our leader, Sergeant Scary, um, which sounds really silly, but he, he, trust me, look him up on YouTube. This guy, you know, like he knows, he, he, you know, he, he gives these like f- just fiery, passionate speeches about the game, and it's something new every game. Um, to get everybody fired up, we march through the streets. The cops actually shut down Conant, you know, and, and we march across down through the neighborhood. And again, you got to look these pictures up um, and the videos of the houses in Hamtramck right up on top of the street and the trees and everything. And then the just thousands of people marching down this narrow street with the flags and the drums and the smoke and they're singing and they're, you know, clapping. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's not, it's like nothing you've ever seen as a, uh, as a sports fan. Um, so you march to the stadium, and then you get in there. So if you want to sit there, there are two sides to the stadium. Um, there is, of course, the the family-friendly side. We call it the Mild West, the, or the Mild Mild West. It's the West Stand. That's where the families sit. Um, although this season we've seen something we, we never have before, which is the family side singing and waving scarves and doing that stuff. They're not they're not crazy like us and lighting smoke, but they're, they're into it. Um, but then on our side is the supporter section, which – you know, is the the drums, the standing, the chanting, the um, not always uh, family friendly uh, words coming out of our our mouths during the songs and chants. But um, you stand for ninety minutes, you sing, you just like go crazy, um, and you try your best to affect the play on the field, whether that's helping our guys or or hindering them. Um, and then you know, and then hopefully we win and we do it all again. So uh, it, it sounds like. So a lot of the experience, um, and not to put down NPSL soccer, mm-hmm. obviously it's not the highest level soccer, but it seems like a lot of the experience is actually um, supporter generated. Right. Not, the experience know, is the experience, and right? And it's, it, it's, I mean, it's self-feeding, right? Because if 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 the supporters are excited, then obviously the, the players are going to want to play better. I, mm-hmm. Obviously you can't will them to play better, right. but there's something to be said mm-hmm. for atmosphere. So. Um, I, I guess when you, if if you're not the biggest soccer person in the world, you could still have a good time, probably. Oh, there's a ton of people there who aren't soccer people who or who weren't soccer people when they first started. My wife is like, um, what's the uh, what's the term for agnostic sports fan? Like she just did, did could not possibly care less one way or another, right? Um, and she kind of, you know, I was abandoning her every weekend to go to the games and she finally had a our, our daughter was finally old enough to come to the games as well and she's four and she comes to every game now but um but my wife is now not only come to the games just she started just to come to hang out and like for the friends and whatever and just the other night she and i are sitting there having a t- having a talk about which players should be on the wing and which players are going to stick around and, and 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 strategy and what the coach is doing and whatever and it blew my mind because not only is she just coming to like 
sing songs and whatever and um but she's actually paying attention to what's going on in the field so so it has a way of of drawing you in because of the atmosphere and turning you into a soccer fan right i have another i have three or four friends who that's the way they're and now they're they've all watched you know epl games on the weekends or whatever right so um but the you're right i mean it is it is college ball right i mean it's not mls even and mls isn't that great but it's not mls um it's not pro soccer and but one of the things about one of the nice things about sit teams like detroit city and there are other teams in the npsl like this where they create an atmosphere that players want to come play in right so it kind of it 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 you know feeds itself like you said so not only you know it's fun it's fun to go to the games and cheer it's more fun when they win and for players it's more fun if you if you got to play summer ball somewhere you could either play in front of 6000 people in detroit or you could go to uh, Kalamazoo and play in front of you know 200 or something in a in a quiet stadium well where are you going to go right um and so yeah it's kind of it's it's become a thing <laughs> uh, over the last over the last so many years um and it, it, you know it's great absolutely so so i know that you've you've taken the opportunity a few times well a, pretty often to go to road <laughs> games mm-hmm. um i guess what road cities have you been to and and what's uh what's the traveling circus like like what what are how many people are we mm-hmm. talking um are, are those people who are kind of like uh um e- elite well <laughs> or something uh, like that there's no there's no like hierarchy right there's right, no social yeah. status uh, among supporters but it is it is it you know a lot of folks do take it as like a badge of honor to say i went to this game or i, I traveled away to this game um this is the first season that i've been able to actually go to every single game home and away um, my wife and I do typically travel, but, uh, you know, we, this, like I said, this year we've, we've made an effort to go to every one. Um, the, the NPSL is a, a, a nationwide league, but they're broken into regions, right? So, uh, in Detroit's case, it's all Michigan teams with the addition of in a team in Indiana and a team in Milwaukee, right? So travel isn't that far. Um, it, we go to like a game like Lansing. We took you know a thousand supporters with us. So um, a, as a matter of fact, every away game that Detroit has played in the league this year has been a home attendance record for that club. Um, so in the case of Lansing, they sold out their stadium, which is I think seats all of two thousand people, but they sold it out for the only time this season. Milwaukee, um, there were several people who drove there, but we chartered a bus and fifty of us went on this crazy bus trip to Milwaukee. Um, it's, it is a circus. We call it rovering, um, rouge rovering, you know, our rouge and gold are our colors, but, um, it, it becomes like a bonding experience, you know, among supporters to go, uh, you know, spend 10 hours on a bus, you know, to Milwaukee or, uh, you know, caravan to the middle of nowhere, Indiana or something like that to these games. And there's always a story, you know, that it, something always happens with us. We're crazy. Uh, the owner of FC Indiana, uh, got over the the PA during halftime and called a couple of our supporters jagoffs over the PA, right? <laughs> so I'm not familiar with that accent in Indiana. <laughs> I know we uh, couldn't believe it either, but it was pretty. It was pretty hilarious. Spent a lot of time in Indiana. He I don't said, think I've ever jagoff. Yeah, he said uh, one of our supporters <laughs> made an obscene gesture to him, and he said, "No, you were the jagoffs, sir." Over the PA, which oh, was well, hilarious. He, said, Sir. he was respectful in it, <laughs> um, but but it's funny, you know. In Milwaukee on the way there, the the coach slash owner was texting one of our supporters and threatening to to arrest any of us who swore at the game. You know, um, 
It's always there's there's silly things. There's years ago we all went to a game in in Berkeley against a team called the Michigan Stars, and they hired like legit security who was like you know TSA plus uh, patting us down, you know. And we all tried to sneak confetti into the game because they wouldn't let us bring smoke bombs. And it, you know, so it it's fun. You know, home games are great. You know, um, but there's there's that extra component, you know, of silliness going on at the away games too. So. You know, it's not just the event at Keyworth. Um, you know, people, a lot of supporters really make an effort to go to every single event they can. You know, I like that uh, that controlled mischief, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that seems like it comes with it. And even uh, the the supporters on Twitter crack me up. Mm-hmm. I I have no stake in the thing, but I I mean I follow you and a couple other guys, and the the word the word the war of words you guys have with um other other uh local team Mm. twitter accounts other supporters uh just the daggers you throw across i that's fun conflict in sports is fun and um as much as the atmosphere is cool i think that brings out a little bit of of where where detroit city shines right because i conflict from professional sports is is kind of waning Um, so I, if, if, if anything were to draw me there, it would be like, I want to see these people, you know, mock right. the people on the field or, or stuff like that. Right. So. Right. Yeah. We, um, I mean, that was one of the things, you know, people, it's funny how often people will, will post on Reddit or, or something and say, or, or even just other supporters when you go to an away game will say, uh, you know, this is amazing. How do you guys do this? You know? And it, one of the things, not to say this will work for everybody, but I think one of the things that, that we as supporters of Detroit City did really well right out of the gate, and I, I shouldn't even say we, but um, the folks who ran the, the run the Northern Guard Twitter and then some of the other folks who got really vocal really fast is they were aggressively mischievous on Twitter like right out of the gate, right? So um, <laughs> we often get accused one of our one of the guys in the northern guard he's actually like the communications guy right he's he's the guy if you want to talk to someone from the northern guard and do an interview or whatever he's the guy you go to he's your scaramucci he's you know <laughs> <laughs> um no comment um well he's still he he still has a job right so um but no he's he's awesome but he is um he is very social media savvy and he's he always has been um and and so, you know, I think he he's done that well and, and people have tried to have followed his lead. Right. And so now it becomes this, you know, anytime you mess with one person in the Northern Guard on Twitter, you get 100 coming after you. And it's funny because he this guy, uh, his name's Dion. He gets accused of having 100 Twitter accounts all the time <laughs> because people the minute he speaks up or the minute someone says something to him, like everybody comes at him and and, and people are like. Oh, Dion, you just you must you have like a hundred accounts on your phone because you just come after people right away. And he's like, No, this is these are just my friends, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's fun. That's that's a big part of it, especially in the NPSL where, you know, the season runs from May to July, basically, right? And um we're in August and we're only still playing because we're so deep in the playoffs. Usually we're done by now. So you've got nine months of nothing, right? Except bantering back and forth with 
a luchador wearing supporter from Cleveland called Wampus. Yeah, what's and, uh, uh, <laughs> what's what's the group that meets at Applebee's? Oh my god, <laughs> that's a that's a joke Twitter account. That is um. So one of the things we get accused of all the time is not being family friendly, right? So we will often, you know, a lot of a lot of clubs, Midland Odessa is right in their Twitter account bio about how they're family friendly entertainment, which we are we get accused of being decidedly not but the uh the michigan stars um were one of those those teams and they've they've played in pontiac and berkeley and dearborn and every year they're somewhere else but um there's a joke twitter account going around that they they were family friendly and App- applebee's was their their home venue you know <laughs> that's where they meet before and after games you know and it's funny because the the twitter account when it was really active would constantly um banter with dcfc supporters and also promote Applebee's and the Applebee's social media account to their credit would jump in and defend uh, the Michigan stars like all the time. It was great. <laughs> they had no idea what was going on, but it was basically a hundred DCFC supporters and a fake Twitter account and Applebee's like bantering back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that kills me. For well, some it's just, reason. it's, it's <laughs> funny, like minor league soccer, it's just all these layers be, you know, like I said, you have, Normally, I think we had 12 games, 14 home games or something like this uh, this year. That's not a lot, right? So you have to find some other way to entertain yourselves in between, uh, you know, in the gaps there. And Twitter seems to do it for most folks. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. All right. So, like we said, this Saturday, August 5th, DCFC will take on Midland Odessa. That is the least intimidating club name. <laughs> well, we played the Dakota Fusion to this year. Uh, we played Minnesota Duluth, which that was who we just beat. The uh, anything hyphenated, and no offense to people who have hyphenated yeah. last names, but the hyphenated city club. Right, I think right. yeah, Minnesota Duluth doesn't scare me. Midland Odessa doesn't scare me. You you should see. I honestly, you should just look up some of the the clubs in the NPSL. It's um, one of the there's so there's four teams left, right? It's us Midland. Uh, Elm City Express out oh. of Connecticut. Oh, the Elm, the Elm City you Express. You don't just go into Elm City. Right, right. You and don't expect a W. Well, so the team that they're playing against is called Aqualuchos FC. They're like a, an offshoot of a team from El Salvador or something like that. Like, what? It's, I'm telling you, dude. Do they it's, play in Atlantis? They, <laughs> they're from California. That's the West team. They, they're from the <laughs> Bay Area. Um, but they, their Twitter account is really funny. I can't understand it because I don't speak Spanish. But I follow it anyway because every now and then they will just take pictures and post them like of them all drinking beers on the bus. And there's like girls who look like they're entertainers on their bu- like they're just <laughs> it's just the craziest team ever. Like they just don't care. Um, it just seems like it's just a bunch of dudes who, you know, play in the in the if that's after the, the final work. you have. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Right. So these guys, <laughs> they seem legit, you know, they're but they uh, they're they're hilarious. So but that's the way, you know, the, the NPSL is it's. It's very informal. There's teams like City who take it very seriously, and then there's teams, you know, like, uh, you know, these Aqualuchos guys who all are just drinking beers and hanging out after work and, <laughs> you know, happen to be a soccer team. So, <laughs> I don't know. They may be very professional. I have no idea. I don't understand their tweets. But from the pictures of them on the bus, they seem like they're just they're there to have a good time, which is cool. That's cool. That's, you know? that's it's the NPSL. Right, right. Um, <laughs> all right, so match, so match starts at 7.30. Uh, so where do you, where do you meet? Okay. What time do you start? So like I said, if you want to do the March, which I, if you are a first timer, I absolutely recommend you do the March. Um, you would meet at the Fulling Warehouse, which is just across the street from the stadium. Um, at, you know, you get there around six, six thirty. 
uh, the, the march will leave the Folding Warehouse about 6.30. There's parking at the Folding Warehouse. There's parking at Veterans Stadium. Um, you can go on the Detroit City website and find information about parking and everything. If you if the march isn't something you're into, which that's cool, um, There you can go right to the stadium. There are, like, all kinds of food trucks. There's beer. You can you can drink at these games, which is great. <laughs> Just the um, look you gave me, yeah. like, all right, the food trucks and beer. If the food trucks and beer don't get them, I don't know what. Will. Right. Well, that's the thing is like you think <laughs> about like, oh, I'm going to this minor league thing, and it's at a school stadium. Like you, you know, if you go to your high school football game on Friday, you can't drink beer, but they get a liquor license, right? So there's there's an actual bar you can get booze, you can get beer. If you get there early, a can of Stroh's is like two bucks or something like that. Um, and then, you know, they've got it's Hamtramck, so there's a Polish tent, there's a a, a shawarma tent, you know, the the El Guapo burrito. If you're into the whole Detroit food truck thing, you'll know El Guapo, they're awesome. Um and they've they've got all that going too. Um so you can you can either do that during the game if you march, or you can get down there early and do that as well. So, um yeah, and so like I said, as long as you is you know, one way or another, if you end up in the stands a little bit before seven thirty, um the, the the Northern Guard starts singing dancing you hear the drums you'll see the smoke a little bit before the game and we're ready to rock at 7 30 when kickoff starts all right there you go uh you can follow joe at joseph slovak on twitter yeah it's been my nickname it's, it's your high nickname school. in hockey right well yeah Don't you, do, i'm not real, the most fleet of foot you real know? quick so there's sergeant scary do, do you still have you still have a like a supporter name don't right you? right everybody sergeant scary bestows a supporter name on you uh, my supporter name is punch um, which sounds a lot more intimidating than the actual origin of that nickname, which is uh, Hawaiian Punch. Which because <laughs> did you know the story? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so it's still funny. Back in way. 2012, when I was just going to the game, I go into my closet. I'm looking for something rouge to wear, right? And rouge is not my color. That's not my color wheel on the Mary Kay thing or whatever. Um, but uh, the only thing <laughs> I have is this obnoxious. <laughs> 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 No, I was just thinking of a, a friend of mine who was talking about being an autumn the other day, um, <laughs> and he is he is not an autumn. Um, but anyway, so I look in I look in my closet, and all I have is this obnoxious red Hawaiian shirt. I thought, well, you know what the hell, right? Got to fit in. So I wear it once, I wear it again. I wear it, eventually I buy it the city shirt. But by then I made some friends at the game. I showed up one game without it, and people were like. Where's your shirt, man? You gotta wear it. <laughs> so I wore that shirt every game for almost four years, and then hence the nickname. I, I've I have since abandoned the the shirt, um, mainly because now I am uh you know I I do things with during game day where that's we're required well not required but we all wear black now uh, because we look scarier, um and so the the Hawaiian shirt remains in my closet and maybe I'll. It's, you know we have we do at the end of the the season every game the uh, friendly game against Windsor we do a beach party so I'll probably pull it out then but go. otherwise you know the it's throwback. it's long but the the name remains you know so fair enough fair enough okay so yeah at Joseph Slovak on Twitter uh, you can follow me at Laramore Podcast um I I'm gonna do more stuff you know more like this at breaking down trades is fun but I I thought this was a blast Joe so um we'll we'll get back in touch and and maybe touch more on some of those road stories and, and and there's a I, I know there's a big topic around now too which oh. we won't get into because we've already been at this uh but <laughs> but the whole uh ms or mls detroit uh, uh inter- interaction yeah just to give you a taste of where <laughs> right, joe's coming right. from there just just um, a warning you you're about to get a lot more followers on twitter so just so you know 
<laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, 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 I've never. I don't like Applebee's. Well, there you go. You'll fit right in. <laughs> right. We're we're more of a Chili's crowd, you know. Yeah, baby yeah, back ribs. That's right. That's All right. right. I hope they hear this and a sponsor or B. Send me some baby back ribs. Well, there you go. Man, what's that What's that smell? I can hear it. They're at the door right now. Baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. So there'll be a part two at some point. So uh, tune back in. All right.